You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey, how's it going? This is the movie show. On Active <laughs> FM. I'm Sash. My name is Ryan. And we are finally... Why are you laughing? Uh, what is so funny? <laughs> the intro. I'm also tired. It's the end of the year, you know? So I could start laughing at nothing. Ryan's witnessed that many times. Good times, I tell you. Good times. Laughing at nothing. Yes. <laughs> and as we were. Yes. So we are doing Oppenheimer. Finally. Oppenheimer. Finally, this film is out of... Actually, I don't know if it's out of cinemas yet. In South Africa, it might still be in cinemas. Wait, maybe it's out. I think it's out now. Is it? I think so. But it was like a couple weeks back. It was... I was shocked. Because it did well, didn't it? I was like, whoa, whoa. It did exceptionally well here. Who did it? Wa- yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it did do well. So Oppenheimer yeah. is a three-hour film on the dot. Knowing uh, Christopher Nolan. There we go. It's three, a thriller, thriller. Three hours. To know that Google classifies it as a thriller, thriller. Which I think just means it's a thriller. So thrilling that it's thrilling. It's, it's just Even the music. Yeah. Doesn't the music remind you of Tenant? Yes. It's got that same kind Can of Can I vibe. tell you something very funny, Ryan? Same guy. Same guy. Not Hans Zimmer. So actually, that's that's one of that the facts dude, I actually I wrote down. I see his down. face. His, his face name is, is Ludwig. That's it. I'll tell you now. Lud. I don't know. T- he's a Swedish composer. Yes. His name is Ludwig Göransson. And he looks like this. Göransson. There we go. That's what he looks like. <laughs> if you are listening <laughs> you to this YouTube. podcast, then yeah. go to YouTube to see what he looks like. So he's a Swedish composer. He's known for composing Black Panther. The cre- That's crazy because Black Panther was like very African. Black Panther, the Creed films, Venom, uh, the Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett, which is also part of the whole Mandalorian thing. Um, and then Central Intelligence, 30 Minutes or Less and... Tenant, yes. and now he is known for Oppenheimer. Very good soundtrack. Very, mm. very, very good soundtrack. There's actually no drums in it. Like the first couple of, uh, minutes of the film, you just hear this violin, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's not like, yeah, it's like very building. Yeah, it's got that whole like shepherd's what's it called, shepherd's tone yeah. Yeah. effect to it. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and it's building. Yeah, and it's building. <laughs> it's still building. By the end of the movie, it's still like. Are we still going? It's like an Eventually, endless... Eventually, you like sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, apparently, what happened was, Mr. Ludwig... That's so funny that his name is Ludwig, because you know Beethoven's name was Ludwig. Really? Yeah, like a lot of the composers back then. Um, so, he, he apparently... Um, he guesstimates that there is about two and a half hours of music in this film, which he recorded over the course of five days. Recorded over. Recorded, not composed. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say. If you but that's not crazy. Recording for five days. Two hours. Two hour, two and a half hours worth of music recorded. I suppose it makes sense. Hmm. It's crazy. Hmm. I was interested though because you know Christopher Nolan and Hans Zimmer have been, you know, like collabing hmm. since the very beginning. So I was like, what happened, man? What happened to Hans? But he, but he even changed his cinematographer. Oh, serious? Well. Yeah. Yeah. 
So for this one specifically, I feel like no, no, like he used the same cinematographer as Tennant. Ah, so Tennant was kind and of like before the, that, before the that, point. before that, yeah, before that, he used someone else. So it's almost like he kind of he has someone that he sticks with, with quite a while, and then I don't know, like gets a divorce and gets remarried. No, I know why. So the reason Hans Zimmer didn't do this film wasn't because mm. of Christopher Nolan. Oh, so Hans Zimmer didn't do this film, and he said that he turned down Christopher Nolan's um, Oppenheimer. So he oh wait, so no, sorry, 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 I'm lying. He turned down Christopher Nolan's Tenant, right? Yeah. Because he wanted to do he wanted to do Dune. Okay. And then clearly Christopher Nolan was just like. Fun. Stuff you, man. And then <laughs> you, don't say, you don't say no to me. <laughs> yeah. And then Oppenheimer comes out and is like, ha! And then Christopher Nolan is like, sorry, I'll what? I'll just use the same guys Ludwig, before. Ludwig, can you... Uh, yeah. You must admit, though, um, using the same uh, music compositor, uh, defi- uh, like, I get tenant vibes. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Which, to be honest, on, on in my in my very humble, very humble and, uh, yeah, opinion... I was kind of like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> let's talk about this because we want something. Yeah. So honestly, Oppenheimer, I was very excited for because number one, Christopher Nolan. Number two, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy was actually the more and um, Matt Damon again. <laughs> actually, wait, can we also just say we've been on a Matt Damon marathon, and this one actually fits with our Matt he Damon loves marathon us. because Matt Damon is in this he film. He loves us. I think it's the first Christopher Nolan and Matt Damon yeah. um, collaboration. And Matt Damon did not email us and say, hey guys, just letting you know. Oh, I actually have a funny fact about Matt Damon and this film. So apparently, Matt Damon was on a break from acting as a promise to his wife, right? But it was on condition as long as he didn't get a, a um, email or he didn't get contacted by Christopher Nolan, right? That was literally the terms Wait, of this so break. No, so in other words, break unless... Unless Christopher okay. Nolan... And then guess what? Nolan often offered Damon the role of Leslie Groves and the just, break went on hold. Just think about that. That's like, guys, I will not have another sip of alcohol unless pigs fly from the sky. Come <laughs> <laughs> my word, that's pigs. No, that's a sign. <laughs> yeah, like literally. So, um, but the cast, the cast was insane for this film. It really was good. Killian Murphy wait, does such a wait good a job. Wait a second. Can we just go back? That is... That sounds very suspicious. Hang on here. Hang on here. <laughs> I think this is what happened. This uh, is what happened. And Christopher, if you're listening, Matt Damon, if you're listening, Matt Damon's wife, if, if you're listening, <laughs> if anybody that knows anything about this, yeah, if you're listening, please, it would be really cool if I get an emo- a, a message below or whatever saying, yep, Ryan, you hit the y- nail right. on the head. I think, uh-huh. this is my theory, uh-huh. Christopher Nolan emailed... I could tell you do this in, in, in Endman style. <laughs> Emailed Matt Damon's wife, which yeah. I, I will get her name now because I, I think, shame we, we, we can't call her uh, Matt Damon's name. And said, listen, I re- I'm, there's this movie that I'm thinking about. It's going to happen. Uh, I need you to try and clear Matt Damon's schedule. Oh, okay. And then she was like, no problem. Mrs. Because, Damon. Because if you... Thank you, Mrs. Damon. <laughs> because if you want anything from any guy and he's married... Just go to his wife. There we go. Bing, 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 bing. Ha, definitely. That's, and then she was like, honey, I'm feeling <laughs> neglected. You need to stop acting. Like, you need to go on a break. And it's, of course, you know, like something crazy, like Christopher Nolan calls. But I suppose, like, also he's worked with Steven Spielberg, um, but he hasn't worked. I'm correct in saying he hasn't worked with Chris before, right? 
I don't know. I don't think Can't he is. Sure. But okay, anyway, Killian back to Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy does such a good job and I was really excited for this film specifically because Killian Murphy it's not the first time he's um collaborated with What are you what are you showing me? Luciana Oh, so she didn't take his surname. They've been married since two. Th- Sorry, this is Matt Damon's wife. Anyway, back to Killian Murphy. I feel like Killian Murphy keeps getting like tossed Killed. out the window. Killian. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not the first time he's actually worked with uh, Christopher Nolan. In fact, I think it's his sixth film um, that he's done with Christopher Nolan. But it is the first time that he's a lead in one of um, Christopher Nolan's film. Oh, cool. And I really enjoy Killian Murphy's acting. Mm. Like I honestly do think he's a he's a very good actor. He's he's he he he's, he's one of those actors. He's one of those. Yeah, those where it's like an art. And it really is an art. Like, if you look at um, Killian Murphy in interviews, you'd never say he's an actor because yeah. he looks so boring. Like, honestly, and he's Irish, right? He's Irish, yeah. What that is he like in person? I've never watched him. Is, is he a bit more happy? Cause no, he he's very... He's like, all his films, he seems to be very... Yeah, you know, he often acts the same role. It's that very, like, dramatic, you know, like, depressed, like, saying. dealing with himself. And, yeah. like, yeah. Um, but in real life, he's very... Mm. He comes across... He's sweet, but he's humble, but he's, he's he doesn't have... He's... He's not long-winded. Like he'll literally give an answer, and that was that. Mm. Then he'll like look at you and nod. Direct. Like, yeah, he's yeah. But um, according to an article the, in the New York Times, um, Kai Bird, which I think is one of the authors, because you know this was so this film was based on a book written about Oppenheimer, right? Mm. So I think, and I think he was one of the the authors. But basically, he he visited set um, in Los. A- Alamos, and upon arrival, he was so stunned at Killian Murphy's resemblance to J. Robert Oppenheimer. That's right. And the two had um, the following exchange. He literally walked up to Killian Murphy and was like, Dr. Oppenheimer, I've been waiting decades to meet you. Um, Murphy then laughs and then says, we've all been reading your book. And um, the actor told him it's mandatory reading around here. So that was literally the exchange that, that sure. the two of them had. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, during apparently also you know there was the the guy that plays um, Einstein so obviously they were yeah. on sets of um, was it Cam- not Cambridge what's the what's the the famous the famous the the, the Princeton the university. Oh, I don't know. The university. university. But apparently people were like walking around and obviously he was in character dressed as Einstein and people were like... Like everyone knows who that is. Yeah, like, mm. oh my goodness, it's it's, it's, it's I, Yeah. So that was that, that was quite funny. And then also, so Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's also one of those actors. It's Killian Murphy, Kenneth... Although Kenneth Branagh and Gary Oldman, those two actors are the two actors where they'll be in a role and you won't realize it's mm. them in the role. Which for me is always like, that's like the best type of acting. But apparently, so he plays um, Harry S. Truman in this film. Previously, he played British Prime Minister Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour, yeah. which was 2017. Also mm. a brilliant film and he did such a good job. And also, it's also set during the same war, World War II. That movie competed against Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk, which was also released in 2017. During the two 2018 award season Oldman won Best Actor Academy Award uh, the first of his career and Nolan was nominated for Best Director a first in his career and Best Picture with his wife which is pretty cool yeah, yeah I enjoyed Dunkirk was Dunkirk was a good film that was mm. obviously also Christopher Nolan but that was a that was a very a very very good film so um yeah, in terms of this film, another interesting fact was this film came out just as the SAG-AFTRA strike started. Obviously, that, that is done now. Woohoo! But um, do you know that the, the cast had to leave the UK premiere 
because um, as the pre premiere was happening, it was announced that the strike was going on. And obviously, all of these actors are part of the, the um, well, you know, they're all actors. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So they actually all left Christopher Nolan alone at the premiere to address the audience. Obviously, Christopher Nolan was like cool and there's fo there's it. even footage of matt damon speaking on the the, the strike and you know mm. uh, th th i think all of them were i mean the fact that they left the premiere shows that they were all yeah. um they were all cool with the the um the the strike they all supported the strike they were all supporting the strike but yeah they yeah. left the it's crazy because i don't know if that's ever happened before sure they're leaving the, the i strike. think christopher nolan was just like sure just made it in time yeah. with this film yeah actually he literally mm. released it just before before the strike um, started. And obviously, I think what also helped this film was, so obviously Barbie came out at the same time, but you know, Barbie and Oppenheimer, I mean, there was the whole Barbieheimer thing, you know, so um, I, I don't think, and, and if you look at it, out of the two films that lasted in cinemas, it was Oppenheimer that lasted in cinemas longer. Yeah. But also, um, none of, no other films have kind of been released because people haven't been able to, you know, um, like actors haven't been able to promote films. The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, they got an exception from the, the, the union to actually promote their film. So that's why they were able to go ahead and do do promotion on their film. But a, a lot of films have been put on hold and, you know, release dates got pushed out, etc., etc. So, yeah. So I also think that kind of maybe helped with this film because, like, it was kind of like a standalone. Like, mm. it came out... Barbie was there, but then there wasn't much but else I'm, coming out. But I mean, what film would... Because the thing that makes this film very special is that it's a, a, a figure in history. Yeah. Um, and it's a Christopher Nolan. And I don't think... Like, there hasn't been a lot of... Maybe now, recently, in the last decade or so, media about Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, yeah. So... Uh, it was something very oh that, wow that's that's yeah like i was never interested in who was the father of the nuclear yep. yeah uh, you know and now it's like and plus christopher nolan like yeah. you're putting two things together to, to recipe for success and you know what's crazy is in tenants um i don't know if you remember at this one point where that there was that um the one character she was indian i can't remember who she was exactly but she was talking to the protagonist played by um Denzel Washington's son, whose name David David Washington, I think his name's David, and she mentions how um, the there was Oppenheimer and he made the um, atomic bomb, and um, he was concerned that there would be like this ripple effect, which is exactly what oh, yeah. happens in this film. So what's cool is it's almost like Christopher Nolan's creating this like world, this this yeah like universe. the cinematic universe. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I did not like about the film was obviously the nudity. The yeah. nudity was extreme. Yeah. And what's weird is like Christopher Nolan doesn't do that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like Quentin Tarantino, you can expect so you know like the f bomb millions of times. Um, F-bomb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this one was not the F-bomb, it was the H-bomb. <laughs> but like, um, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you expect you expect certain mm. things from certain directors and like, then this one, he just went and like, bam! And like, he could have show, he could have mm. done it in other ways. Like, it was very explicit. Like, yeah. very explicit. Crazy. So, yeah, that I that I didn't enjoy. However, um, well, I liked how he did the whole black and white effect. It's crazy, yeah. And do you very know that... Nice. They literally had to create black and white um, film for IMAX. They literally went and created for... I feel like each director has so like their own... So they went right down to even the chemistry of the film. That's, yeah. 
that's cool now i yeah. know why it looked very authentic yeah because it did it looked, it looked so i was authentic, just like wow yeah. this looks so great this doesn't look like somebody just popped a black and white filter, filter on yeah yeah no it was you know? it was very good in terms of favorite um favorite christopher nolan film be- uh, shockingly enough because for me like this i was ready for this one to take over my my christopher nolan really because of killian murphy because i really like killian mm. murphy but it didn't it didn't I, I yeah i've i've only watched it once i haven't watched it more than once but it didn't mm. for me my two top favorites christopher nolan for okay oh shame obviously inception's very good but i feel like inception's are very very good no sashi it wasn't very good what was it we'll have a movie show about this one <laughs> okay okay i like dunkirk dunkirk for me yeah dunkirk says yeah dunkirk's a that film's solid i know not a lot of people will like that film but mm. i watched it the once and i was just you know when you get to the end and you're just like damn man the thing about a film like this of christopher nolan's films like this one and tenant and i'm trying to think and dunkirk obviously is that it's not a film for everybody no this is one of those like you know those films where you you have to like you have to be a filmist yeah filmist is that a word filmist like you watch films and you don't just like i when i when i watch a film like i'm focused Mm. i want to understand what's going on i don't want to miss one conversation yes because i understand that every conversation has to play with the whole story and uh, the reason why I love a lot of films like this one is because of the techni- like there's some technical stuff. And when you understand the technical stuff, it has a role to play within the, the, the story as well. Yeah. So you really sit there and you're like, oh, wow. No, no. Meanwhile, some people are like, wait, Shane, but that guy's got a husband. I mean, that guy's got a husband. <laughs> that guy's got children. And there's a wife in it. I'm like, forget about that. The atomic bomb did it and they have to do it. And this has to happen because otherwise they're this. And then we're stuffed. That's from a technical. <laughs> wow. From a technical aspect. Yeah. That I think what the the difference with Christopher Nolan, the type of director he is, is he makes films for an intelligent audience. There you go. I'm not saying that now. I'm, yes. I'm not saying Very that intelligent he, audience. No, no. What I'm saying is, he, he's not making it. So some filmmakers make yeah. a film almost like it's a, not and entertainment it's, yes it's it's yes so yeah. they'll make it very entertaining and it's almost like you don't have to think which some people enjoy you know for some people movies are an escape and they don't want to think they want to escape their problems or their life or their there's a day know, for those yeah there are and and yeah. i think we've all we all have those yeah. moments and um, whereas for for christopher nolan his type of yeah. film is one where you actually do need to watch it more than once yeah. so like even having said this i i need like i haven't <laughs> watched oppenheimer more than once but but it's also it's a it's yeah. a it's you have to think you it's know it's a very long film it's, and it's long and That's sometimes you really have to understand the yeah. whole atomic so i don't know if you had, at any point you were like wait what wait hang on whoa pause hang on google you also have to be a physicist that's what i'm saying yeah like so some of the stuff you have to like hang on wait like what? Uh, to understand the concept uh, wait. Yeah. okay play yeah but i mean that's christopher nolan's mm. style and i mean with tenants i mean uh, ryan Hump, did you watch it 10 times Yes. You, did you? So, like, he watched yeah. it, but also that Christopher Nolan's known mm. for that. He he wants to. He makes his film that every time you watch it, Technical. it gets better. It actually yeah. gets better. Um. Yes. So for me, top Christopher Nolan films definitely mm. Dunkirk, Inception. I really enjoyed. Interstellar is also a good film. I think I need to watch it again though. Interstellar. I was just like I was lost. To be honest with the you, the soundtrack in Interstellar. I didn't, 
I didn't I, I didn't fully grasp the, the, the interstellar yeah the there was a, but and I didn't try so yeah. I'm not saying that I yeah, yeah. I suppose interstellar is also on the whole side of you have to you have to get into that side yeah. of but then the other film that I really enjoy of Christopher Nolan is um Dark the Dark Knights which is the second film in his mm. Batman trilogy mm. really enjoyed that film that was good um yeah and another uh, Christopher Nolan uh, trait was not one single CG shot. Yes, which was crazy. Yeah, and the bombs Especially were real. The bombs were real. The bombs were. They did add. Real. They did add some. I read somewhere that in that 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 specific. What was it called? The what test? When the, the whole Manhattan, not the Manhattan Project. There was another one. It still goes off at one mm. minute fifty-eight minutes um, into the film. That's when the the bomb. Um, it's obviously the bunker. Um, it was their test, basically. Yeah. It was there. But apparently, so they used, um, there was like a whole bunch, so there were real bombs. There was also miniature sets. Yeah. And then I think they did add like slight modifications. Just try. And but it was, yeah, it wasn't like, mm. I mean, they said that. I, I that, suppose if you use a real bomb. Yeah. And I think they also, he said they wanted the real bomb, first of all, for the actor's response, mm. for the impact that the bomb would have on the actors and mm. all of that. And uh, true. And the Absolutely. fact that when the bomb went off, it went silent. Mm. Like, that was mm. crazy. Like, the choice, like, mm. literally sitting in a cinema and it's dead mm. quiet. You're just like, mm. like, if you were eating your popcorn like at that point. I But you know that there weren't any drums in the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't want any, because obviously drums c- can give a very, like, militant mm. style. And um, Oppenheimer wasn't a military man. He mm. was a scientist. So they, they didn't, they didn't go, yeah. So absolutely, yeah. Prestige was also obviously how, a good Christopher. How Nolan was film. Robert du- uh, Downey Jr. He in was, this film? he was, he was very good. Was the cast was insane. Was I enjoyed Rami Malik. I enjoyed his. Yeah. He, he was very good. Matt Damon was obviously brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman was very, very good. Emily mm. Blunt also did a very. She did a good job. Yeah. Um, you had Kenneth Branagh come in. Yeah. You had Alden. Um, this dude. The guy with the he, face. Yes, he he's from. Um, I know this dude from Hail Caesar. From, oh yeah. Like I just know him from Hail Caesar. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I remember, and he's he's super cowboy accent. <laughs> he did a he did a solid <laughs> job there. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. So, yeah. No, but the cast. It really was an ensemble. The yeah. ensemble cast was insane. Mm. Oh, and Casey Affleck was in it. Obviously, that's mm. Ben Affleck's brother. Yeah. So. Great film. Yeah, uh, I, I, would you say to it's watch one, it again? Would you say it's one of your mm, favorites no. of Christopher Nolan? Yeah, that's just because Tenant was too much. Yeah, it, it, yeah, no, sorry for for me, Tenant topped it for me. Yeah, the, the personally for me, um, this one you'd probably have to put in the category of Dunkirk. I I wouldn't say it. It for me, I like Dunkirk more. But also, um, I haven't watched this one more than once. Dunkirk, I have. I think I've watched Dunkirk probably three or four times. And it was only after watching it the last time that I watched it that when I got to the end, I was like, this movie's insane. So it had that whole, you know, that, that, that impact of Christopher Nolan. The more you watch it, the better yeah. it gets. I really did experience that with, with Dunkirk. Yeah. yeah. So I think most films are like that. When you, when you watch it, it gets better. But the thing is, I think you have to give your audience a reason to watch, one yeah. to one to watch it watch again. Because yeah. most movies you watch again, you're like, okay, got the fo- got the story, great story, very sad, awesome, move on. Yeah. But with with these films, you want it, you want to, and because you watch it again, you understand some stuff from before. Mm. So. 
I think also the whole three hour thing doesn't help though, watching it again because now you're like, wait, three hours of my life. What am I gonna do? Yeah. So, um, maybe, maybe in the future we'll mm. watch it again and do a second show and be like, guys, Oppenheimer! Oh, but maybe we won't. Yeah. We never know. Like, Tenant, mm. we, we, Tenant was, Tenant was insane. I love Tenant. Loved it. But I don't, it, it doesn't, it was very good, mm. but it doesn't fall at the top of my Christopher Nolan list. But I mean, that's just because there's other great films. Yeah, there's other. And I mean, I, I am more into like drama, I'd say. So that's probably why Dunkirk's more of like a... Yeah. yeah. Very dramatic. Lots of drama. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I want a car come crashing in the studio right now. And like ambulance coming. And then I have to stitch up like the sound guy's leg, you know. <laughs> I want the, the, main, the main male actor to be in tears and i agree really? with the fact that he's crying and wait, i have a, wait, I have a wait why is he crying wait i have a strict men why? mustn't cry policy so if i agree with the fact that the male character uh, is crying then you know calm wh- down, man. why must he be crying i don't know just because you know the drama drama uh, but not something over something dumb nothing, and it must build to that point no, nothing sad just something empathy you know what i also think it is is i don't cry easy in films like i don't cry easy in films so when a film moves me to tears Eish. then i'm like oh, this film's good man Eish. it made me cry yeah i think that's what happens and when you watch and the then, film again and then because i'm crying this is so weird because i'm crying i i'm like this film is good oh uh, yeah so i'm crying yeah, but i'm happy because it, it's <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah, it's very. It's and very you're not strange. one of those that are like, oh, this thing's so stupid, man. No, no. But me, no, you're like, yeah. <laughs> so like Dan Kirk, I think Dan Kirk did move me to tears. Is it one of the times I watched wow. it? Just because it was like interesting. The end scene where Tom Hardy's busy. <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, before she starts crying, <laughs> <laughs> this has been Oppenheimer on the movie show. Yeah. Till next week. See ya. Peace. Stay updated and stay entertained on ActiveFM, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Spread the word. ActiveFM. Radio. 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 Has never been better. 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 Better